0: Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. As always, I am so excited to have you guys here. Um, Before I get into anything, I just wanted to quickly say thank you um, and then also kind of ask something of you guys. I feel so bad asking and I know I say it on the outro and whatnot, but truthfully, reviews, they are literally the only thing my podcast goes off of because as you guys know, I don't monetize anything. I don't... um, like do ads or anything like that but also as a lot of you know with my book coming out uh hopefully the beginning of 2022 that is the plan um this is my community and I feel like this is the community community that is going to definitely benefit the most from my book but also appreciate it if that makes sense I feel like you guys are the ones that have been on this journey with me and hopefully are going to continue on this journey with me and I wouldn't continue to press record if well that's probably not true I would definitely continue to press record if you guys weren't here because this is my passion project project. Um. But as I say often, it is the messages that I receive and the emails that I receive from an episode that has allowed me to connect with so many of you guys. And so if I could maybe touch somebody else or uh, relate to somebody else, that would just be so wonderful. So by leaving a review, it does help with just kind of push my podcast out there and maybe it ends up just being on like a suggested list for somebody if they maybe don't follow me on Instagram or haven't found me yet. So that would just mean so much. I know I have mentioned giveaways coming, but... Like my podcast, Crazy Over Easy, you guys, I don't show a lot on social media, I'm very open on here, but life has been extremely difficult lately, and that's no excuse, right? Everybody's life, we all have our stories, we all have our struggles, um, but I need to make sure I stop writing off my own struggles, if that makes sense. I feel like I'm really good at um, kind of, uh, not putting an excuse to them, but I'm really good uh, kind of pushing them aside. I was talking to one of my best friends about this. And anyways, it has come to my attention that I need to kind of, uh, you know, be better about that and better better about my emotions and know that it's okay to have to take a step back and things like that. So um, I'll probably do a full podcast on that another time I probably could just keep talking about it because I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that as well um but last week I was talking to my assistant and then I was talking to my neighbor who's a really good family friend and we all were kind of going through different stuff and it was so funny because it was like oh my gosh why the heck do we all wait until shit hits the fan right like we don't make changes until something really bad happens or we don't make the effort in one area of our life until things have like really just gone south So I was talking to my assistant, we're talking about relationships, we're talking about mom life, we're talking about just that lack of control sometimes in so many elements of life and sometimes we just kind of let it go, right? We just kind of let it play its course, whatnot, but then finally when shit hits the fan, whether it is a huge fight with your significant other, whether it's a huge fight with your family, maybe it's unfortunately an illness or maybe it's a death or um an injury, something of the sort, that's when we start to kind of take things into our control. So for instance, my assistant and I love her to death. We, I feel like girls need to talk, right? We all have our issues. We all struggle. And I think a lot of us, whether you're a mom or not, whether you're in a relationship or not, we just have those times when we're like, okay, we're not crazy, right? Like we, you understand what I'm talking about, or you would be frustrated as well. And so we were just venting to each other. And truthfully, we are venting about our husbands and our kiddos. And we love them with all of our heart. And I think that's sometimes kind of like what I was saying at the beginning of this episode, We um, we write things off because we're like, oh my gosh, no, I'm complaining, but like, I love them so much. And like, this isn't an issue. And in the end, it's like, okay, but it's clearly bothering us, right? Like, it's clearly something that maybe should be a conversation or maybe should be brought up. But We don't want to be nagging or we don't want to cause a problem. So we kind of just let it go. And so her and I were just totally venting to each other. And I was like, oh my gosh, why do we wait until literally things feel like an entirely hot mess until we have that conversation or until we take action? So with Casey, you guys know, we don't really have like blow up fights, but I feel like both of us were pretty good about conversation now, but communication was not our thing. You guys know Casey's never been great at that. I'm almost an over communicator. So I just assume something's always wrong. Like, are you fine? Like, what's wrong? He's like, I'm fine. And I take that as You know, something's wrong. So anyways, it leads to just, I don't want to say disasters, but he gets frustrated and then it's hard to kind of decipher when there actually is an issue that we need to talk about. So anyways, her and I were talking about that and how we push off, whether it's date night or whether it's self-care or whatever it may be. And we wait until the fight happens or the huge breakdown. And I know for me, I think I was having this conversation with her because I genuinely am on the verge of a breakdown. I've had a couple in the last week and life just feels really heavy and really hard. And that happens. There's definitely seasons of that. But I feel like in so many aspects, we wait until quite literally shit hits the fan or things get out of control or where the crazy over easy lifestyle is just too crazy and too overwhelming to handle right I can sit there and say you know we're going to make it a great day and we get to choose that mindset which you guys know I fully believe in but like I mentioned a couple weeks ago we shouldn't be suppressing emotions that we are actually feeling and so we were referring to our relationships but then I was talking to my neighbor and he has an incredible hunting dog so wonderful and he was saying how with hunting it's been really really hard on his joints and um just their muscles right they they're it's This dog is wonderful, you guys. He's a black lab and just so phenomenal. But my family friend, my neighbor, he was talking about how they have to now supplement with glucosamine in all of his meals. And I asked him, I was like, you know, do you think, because he's always had black labs and they're incredible hunting dogs, I was like, do you think with your next dog, you'll just supplement right away? Like, you'll just start putting glucosamine in his food from day one. He was like, oh my gosh, without a doubt. Like, this is very common in hunting dogs. It's also common in just dogs in general that are, you know, working really hard, like a working dog. And so we're sitting there, we're all enjoying a glass of wine, and I was like, why the heck do we wait until there's a problem? problem to make a difference or to make a change right and it was so funny because all of us were like oh my gosh it's so true and I if you guys follow me on Instagram You know, last week, I had my very first mammogram. Our family, uh, with our family history, I qualify for the high-risk program. So I have gotten checked ever since I was 18. But at 30 years old, I qualified for my first mammogram. However, I was pregnant with our first little one two months after I turned 30. So I had to cancel that mammogram, then had the miscarriage, then had little man, and then the pandemic. So here we are, 32. I had my first mammogram. And I was so nervous because while we can control a lot of our health, I really do believe that we we can make that those changes in our lifestyle. Right. But that doesn't mean that we can just sit there and not get cancer. Right. Like I would never. I mean, that in my that is not a pick and choose thing. That is something that. Have you ever been affected by it? Our family, unfortunately, has been beyond affected by it. And I do my best to live a healthy lifestyle. But again, that doesn't write me off from, you know, what that my future with potentially being diagnosed. And so, you know, I just was we were talking about all of this and I was just so nervous for that, you know, appointment. And I got talking to actually a lot of you guys through Instagram who reached out and, um, you know, you're like, thank you so much for using your platform to remind us to make those appointments, make the dermatology appointment, make the, the dentist appointment. And then I had one mama and she sent me a message and it was just, I mean, it was just the sweetest message, but she was thanking me for using my platform. And she told me, she said, I was so busy busy being a mama that, she said, I, I can't remember exactly what she said. She said, I was so busy mo- mommying, like so busy mommying, that I forgot to make these appointments. Now I'm busy mommying at 37 with breast cancer. And it just hit me because obviously that's a totally different situation, right? Like that is no no wrongdoings there. Like life gets away from us. And that was something with me. I got the call in December to make my appointment. Like they knew I'd already had my baby and I just kept putting it off, partly out of nerves, partly out of the pandemic, partly out of not having childcare. And I was like, Carly, you cannot wait until shit hits the fan to start being proactive with this stuff, right? I allow so many other things to go that route, like go out of control, like my relationship or being overworked or waiting till the emails are out of control that I can't do anything. But that was something that I was like, I need to make sure that I, I keep this in control. And it just, it got me thinking about everything about how I am definitely a procrastinator. And so sometimes, you know, for me it's when the relationship struggles are there and the mommy workload is just over my head and it's gonna require me to stay up till whatever hour at night to get X, Y, and Z done for whatever company or for whatever need that I need. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, why do I do this to myself? And while that's a different variation of letting the shit hit the fan, whatever it is, it, it just got this these conversations going with so many of you guys and You guys, this could also relate to your job, right? Are you unhappy in your job? I don't think that any of us, well, I take that back. I'm sure some of us thrive and absolutely love every second of your job. Like, that is amazing. But I also know that a lot of us can love our job and still have those struggles, right? But maybe you're somebody that you have been so unhappy in your job and you wait until it's either an explosion with your boss or your work ethic is literally non-existent. Like, you wait until you crumble. You wait until that shit hits the fan to make a change. And not to talk about, like, kids' movies, but I put on The Incredibles the other day. I really—Caden is not into TV at all, but I'm like, okay, maybe he'll—and not that I want him to be, but— let's be honest. Sometimes I would love like a 10 minute distraction, but we're not there yet. So anyways, watching the Incredibles. And within that first 10 minutes, the dad is at his job that you can tell is just so miserable. And then he ends up getting called into his boss's office and, you know, has this long conversation and quite literally shit. It's the fan. He gets fired, but If you've seen the movie, you know, he like destroys the office, everything. And he just got to the point where he was so unhappy, he could not take it anymore. And it led to further issues, right? It led to full on being fired. It led to a reaction that was probably something he's going to regret. Yes, it's a cartoon, but you know, he goes home, he closes his, or you know, slips on the skateboard, crushes his door of his car, slams the car door and the window shatters, I hope I hope you guys are loving this uh, recap of The Incredibles. But, you know, it's all these little things that I see and I know that I let things build up inside me sometimes and then all of a sudden it just explodes. And that's similar to what I was talking about a few weeks ago with suppressing our emotions. But I think a lot of us, we don't recognize these times when things are going to reach the point of explosion. Like if we don't have those conversations or if we don't allow ourselves to process the emotions that we are feeling, we wait until things get bad. Maybe this is you with your health, right? Maybe you know what things are kind of off and you're like, yeah, I need to get that blood work done or I need, I know I need to order order those vitamins or I know I should change up my diet, but you don't, you wait. Um, I know a few people in my life who, you know, are struggling with autoimmune diseases and are on medications, but it's now the medication that is hopefully going to help. But they also haven't taken that step in their daily lifestyle, whether it's diet changes, whether it's vitamin changes, nutritional things. I know for me, with my endometriosis, I did not take action. I mean, obviously, I I, I take that back. I fought for myself. It took almost, you know, over two and a half years to get diagnosed. But then I was told, you know, oh, we can, we'll do surgery every two years, and that will relieve you of your pain. You guys, that was a godsend. Like, I had been in so much pain for so many years. But, It wasn't until six years later that they told me I could no longer have surgery because the scar tissue was now causing just as much damage. And so that was when all of a sudden things hit the fan for me, right? Oh, my gosh, what does this mean? Like, I don't know what to do. That was where I had to start taking things into my own control. I had to start taking action and learning other ways that I could potentially support my body and support this disease. And for me, that was Changing a lot of my lifestyle, getting more physical activity in, you know, reducing inflammatories, adding more anti-inflammatories into my diet. But all of that took time and all of that took effort and steps and learning and getting uncomfortable. I think a lot of us just kind of wait because routine is easy, right? I know for me, I say that I love routine, but I also say I hate routine. Like Casey and I get into so much of a routine that sometimes, I don't want to say life is boring, but our relationship just kind of seems like okay, here's another day. And I would love to say every day is a total adventure, but that's just not the case. But I also genuinely do love just being in a routine and, you know, when you go on vacation and you're just craving to get back to what you know and what feels familiar. Like, I love that. But I also think that sometimes we let things get too complacent and we let things get too routine that we miss out on all this time that is passing. And maybe it's unhappiness or maybe it is emotional drain draining or whatever it may be and it was just so interesting to have this conversation with my neighbor about you know his dog but how he was like oh no absolutely next time I'm gonna be proactive I'm gonna do this this and this and I'm like gosh where am I proactive in my life like I'll say I'm pretty proactive now about my health but I also know like stretching for instance right like do you wait until you pull the muscle and then decide to make stretching a priority? I know for me, I've tried so many stretching challenges and so many, you know, hold myself accountable and I just am the worst. But I'm also sure that if I got into an accident of some sort or an injury and stretching would have been able to prevent it, I probably would be pretty mad at myself because your girl isn't doing that much recovery. Um, But it's things like that, that I think a lot of us know, okay, hey, I need to start this or hey, I need to find a time in my life when this can become part of my routine or maybe a time in my day. And I know for me, it was, you know, when I started going to therapy, I totally let everything get to the point where I legitimately didn't, couldn't elicit an emotion. Right? So it wasn't a blow up type of a thing. It wasn't this huge, here it is. Here's the explosion, every emotion out. It was the exact opposite. I had suppressed so much. I had literally waited until everything in my life felt out of control where I just had no emotion. I was so numb. And I just find it interesting that a lot of us do this. A lot of us wait. We wait until that explosion happens. We wait until we're completely unhappy in our job. We wait until we're unbelievably happy in our relationship. We wait until there's an out, right? We wait until that one thing tells us to be out or to um, you know, let that explosion happen. And I just think a lot of us can be more aware of this and ask ourselves, you know, what are you waiting for? Like, when is that? When is this shit gonna hit the fan for you in your life? And let's try to avoid it. Let's avoid it because we're going to be proactive or we're going to take the time to actually check in with ourselves and recognize like, hey, there needs to be a change here. I know Casey and I have been having so many conversations. I did a whole podcast last week by myself just on relationships. And I know for me that I cannot wait until we are unbelievably unhappy to make a step and we're not. Thank goodness. We're, we're very happy, but we have our days where we're just like, gosh, this is a struggle. I think that's very normal. Um, but I also know that I have, you guys know I'm, you know, working, my book is done, but now I'm working on the publishing side of it and I'm starting a new business that I'm hoping, hoping fingers crossed I can announce to you guys this month. But if not, it will be next month. I know I feel like I've been teasing it, but I cannot wait to let you guys in on all of that. It's like, I'm a so nervous and so excited and so scared but I don't ever want in in any of my business endeavors I don't want to wait until you know until shit hits the fan that I take action or I take steps or whatever it may be so I just think a lot of us if you do take that time to you know check in with yourself check in with your relationship check in with your job whatever it is you know I always say check in with yourself but Don't wait, you guys. Don't wait until the things fall apart. Don't wait until everything crumbles to either have that emotional breakdown or um, process your emotions or I don't know if you guys can hear Malibu. She is growling because somebody is at the door. So anyways, I could talk myself in circles. I just really felt the need to press record on this because I know for me that sometimes I do feel like I'm going to lose it. Sometimes I do feel like life and my relationship or things in my life just feel so out of control And sometimes it's my own fault, but I cannot wait for things to completely fall apart to then take action, right? To then make those changes in my life. So if that's you, if you just kind of feel like you're at your breaking point, it's okay to have the breakdown, but let's not wait until everything seems out of control to then recognize that we need to take action. We need to make a difference in our life. We need to be the one to be proactive. So this is a little message to myself to be proactive about these things and not let myself shatter because it is exhausting as I'm sure so many of you know but if you can relate and you're just like yes I mean sometimes it feels good the aftermath right like when you actually do take action but if we can be proactive now maybe we can take action now avoid the huge breakdown and actually start to relieve some of that feeling of being overwhelmed and now there's a plane taking off on the lake so those are my cues guys I love you all I appreciate you again thank you if you are somebody who leaves a review as always you guys message me let me know if there's certain things you want me to talk about or dive deeper into you guys know I like to just press record and talk about what's on my mind Um, and lately I have so much on my mind but I also feel like I'm in a huge season of transition and changing and I don't want to miss out on that I don't want to miss out on Those messages, but also sometimes those um, thoughts that have not been fully processed. I want to go through that with you guys. So, love you all. I appreciate you. Make it a great day, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.